Hello everyone, welcome to season 2 of the ZotRx podcast, the place where we invite UCI alumni in pharmacy to share their inspiring stories on their road to success. The show is brought to you by Pre-Pharmacy Society at UCI and Ant Eaters in Pharmacy Alumni Chapter, and I am your host, Ryan Kwok. Without further ado, let today's episode begin. Hello everyone, welcome back to the ZotRx Podcast. Hope you are all doing well in this fall quarter. For those who have midterms within these weeks, good luck and I wish you ace it. In today's episode, we have Dr. Lauren Law, currently working as a medical science liaison at AppVie, as well as the current Vice President of Ant Edison Pharmacy, to come to speak with us. Please welcome Dr. Law to the ZotRx Podcast. Dr. Law, would you like to further introduce yourself? Hi, Ryan. Thanks so much for having me here today. Um, and hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Lauren Law. Um, as Ryan said, I'm a medical liaison with AbV, graduate from UC Irvine School of Biological Sciences from 2013, and really excited to talk with all you today. All right, let's jump into your pharmacy story. So I guess, first of all, would you like to describe a little bit about your life before UCI? Sure. Um, So before UCI, I guess I could go back. I grew up in Southern California, specifically Fullerton is where I went to middle school and high school. Uh, I went to Troy High School for anyone in the area, which has a reputation for, you know, having a lot of, I guess, difficult classes. So I was surrounded by a lot of smart students in high school, and I took my fair share of AP classes, um, but definitely wouldn't say I was, you know, the top of my class or anything like that. Um, But for fun, I also played on the tennis team, the basketball team, and the softball team. And I was super excited when I got into UCI because, you know, I grew up in the area, I loved Orange County, and was really excited by the close proximity to the beach um, and the school. When you received your letter saying like you got into UCI, were you excited? I was super excited. I mean, the the school was close by. Um, I think I had a chance to visit the school prior to applying there as well, which was really great. And it was great to be close to home and familiar with like the area and everything. Um, so I was thrilled. So I guess when you got into UCI, what was your experience at UCI like overall? Do you have any particular memories or activities that you engaged during those years? Yeah, um, I had a great experience at UCI overall. Um, I was a biological sciences major and I took a few electives. Um, I think it like pharmacology courses, which I found super fascinating. Overall, I feel like UCI as a school, you know, had a lot of really rigorous classes and set me up really nicely for next steps in like a healthcare career. I would say that my college experience maybe wasn't the most traditional. I commuted to UCI for my first three years of school and I lived on campus and was a resident assistant at VDC Norte my last year. I worked a lot of jobs in college um, from like working at Yoverland. I worked at the student center I taught sports classes to like some of the youth kids at the city of Irvine and then um, was also like a pharmacy technician at CVS at one point. But I still managed to find a lot of time spending time with friends on campus and hanging out with friends. And I think my favorite place to to like go and be and just, you know, 
run around was doing like intramural sports at the Ark. I think the Ark was probably one of my favorite places at UCI. All right, thank you for, I guess that sounds such a great UCI experience before our four year ends. And especially, is there any particular experience that you had? I guess you covered a little bit about being a pharmacy technician at CVS. Is there any particular experience or from someone like a faculty that really inspired you into going to pharmacy? Yes, actually. Um, so when I went to UCI and I became a bio major, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I thought biology was cool because I took it in high school and I was like, wow, the world is really neat. <laughs> Everything's so fascinating. Like, I'd love to just learn more about that. But once you kind of get into your adulthood, you realize quickly, like, you know, eventually you have to figure out what you want to do. One of the pharmacology courses I took was actually with um, Dr. Jafari. And it was a really great introduction to, you know, pharmacology, how drugs worked, you know, what kinds of molecules were available. And it's something that I had never really thought about. Um, I had actually set up some time with her to talk about her career. And she shared how dynamic the pharmacy career can be. Um, So as you had mentioned, she encouraged me to kind of check out, you know, the the types of routes um, and careers that pharmacists could have. So Um, My first exposure was being a pharmacy technician, but she definitely shared that you can have backgrounds in in research, which is what she does. Um, You can work in a hospital. Um, You can work for ambulatory care and help patients on like a clinic basis and um, also even things like industry. So for me, just taking an elective course in pharmacology and making a connection with a faculty member that was passionate um, was a really great way for me to kind of opened my eyes to what's out there and made me excited about the future. Wow, it's definitely great to hear. I mean, as an elective course, that's kind of impressive. Consider, you know, it could be very much challenging. And uh, Dr. Jafari has been, I think, a great example for all of us as undergrads at this moment where, you know, she was able to like provide these insights and knowledge for pharmacy or any research. And I know she's used to teach more undergrad courses. Now she's kind of like moved on to more pharmacy courses as our new pharmacy school established. But I think, yeah, she's just a great influence overall. Don't you agree? I agree. I don't think that without having kind of stumbled upon that elective and meeting her, I may not have taken this particular career path. Um, so I'm, I'm very appreciative for the courses she puts together and the passion that she has and everything that she shares with her students. Yeah, it's great to hear. I think I, one of the few guests has also mentioned her name in um, our previous seasons. So yeah, and I guess we can move on to a little bit about your pharmacy school experience overall. Uh, what was your decision behind going to UCSF as a, you know, born and raised in Southern California? How is it like, you know, going to a school in NorCal? Yeah, that's a really great question. So, um, you know, I was thrilled to be accepted into, you know, any pharmacy school. And um, what I saw in this opportunity was an opportunity to get a great education and also to explore a brand new city. And like you mentioned, um, I grew up in Orange County. I went to college in Irvine and was really looking for a new adventure um, in a bustling city. And I think my decision to move to San Francisco provided for a really nice change. In fact, it was a really huge change, um, probably one that I was not quite ready for. Uh, I think there's a saying that the coldest winter I've ever spent was a summer in San Francisco, and I actually moved to San Francisco during the summer. So I was a freshly graduated undergrad, 
um, from Southern California my whole life. And I didn't realize that California weather is not the same and sunny in the entire state. I actually moved to San Francisco in the summer with a suitcase full of shorts and t-shirts. And the first thing I did when I got there was invest in a warm jacket. Um, so it definitely was a little bit of a learning curve, but a great way to be exposed to a new area. The Bay Area has really great public transportation, restaurants, and there's always um, activities going on and things to do. So um, it took a little bit of adjustment figuring out how to use public transportation and that you know, in Orange County and Southern California, you just drive everywhere. It was a great decision and um, a fun place to be and, and learn. I think it's great to hear that during that time, you realize how cold NorCal is because I'm from NorCal and I'm I, where I live, it's just like mist and mist every day, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so it can be pretty cold out there. And I think that is realized by a lot of new current P1s at UCSF this year that just moved either from UCI or any place down in uh, Southern California. Yeah, yes, absolutely. It's a little bit of a shock to the system. Like you think, you know, if you grow up in one place, oh, it's, it's sunny everywhere in California, but um, the mist and the fog are definitely a reality um, of San Francisco. You always need to bring a jacket with you regardless of where you go in the city. And I guess another focus that um, we have here is that, you know, because UCSF is such a, I would say, like a heavy research-focused institute. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember the program has a mandatory research project that's due at the end of your time at UCSF. But how did UCSF influence your decision to work in the industry uh, in general? Yeah, you're, you're right, Ryan. They um, definitely do have an emphasis on research, and um, we had a research program that was required where you have like a project and a big presentation and a paper that goes um, through it that you work on over the course of several months. Actually, I think it was like the entirety of your last year while you're doing clinical rotations. But, you know, as to your question on, on the research focus, um, I think UCSF does a really great job of giving you a broad depth of both clinical practice experience as well as research experience that prepares you well for, I really think, any career, um, whether that's retail, clinical, you know, industry. I recall so many different courses that helped me better understand things like study design and clinical trials and, you know, important things like formularies and drug utilization. All of these really, you know, important topics um, were opportunities for hands-on learning that help and are really transferable to industry and ensuring that, you know, I could do my job well when I can better understand the healthcare landscape as a whole. That sounds like such a great experience. I mean, it's just a great time to be at UCSF. I think for a lot of people, it's probably their dream school. Yeah, so I guess we can move on a little bit to your postdoc slash, you know, your work time period. I guess a lot of us may not be as familiar with any sort of um, postdoctoral fellowship. Uh, one of our previous guests, Dr. Samuels, have talked about him. But I guess, would you like to describe a bit about your experience in your postdoctoral fellowship as well? Sure. Um, I think my postdoctoral fellowship experience was probably a little bit different than Dr. Samuels. For me, it was very helpful in laying the foundation for the next steps in my career. And um, I did my fellowship at, actually as the inaugural fellow um, with UCSF in health outcomes 
research and Actelian Pharmaceuticals. So what happened was I split my time between the two organizations, um, spending time at UCSF at, you know, a large academic institution, and then also spending time at Actelian Pharmaceuticals to better understand really, you know, what is industry? How does it work? You know, what are the departments within the industry and how do they all function? Um, to kind of get a better sense of what my future career path could look like. At UCSF, I worked with their Medication Outcome Center, and that focused a lot on formulary decision-making, the pharmacy and therapeutic committee, doing things like evaluating medication utilization for the hospital, as well as um, some research projects looking at outcomes for high-cost medications. I really learned a lot from working in this area. And then the other half of my time was spent, again, at the pharmaceutical company and um, medical communications and really their medical department. Some of the things that I did there were using the skills that you learn in pharmacy school to help develop presentations on um, some of the company's drugs, you know, some of the company's disease states. Also, an interesting aspect is helping to work cross-functionally with people like that work in regulatory and on the commercial side. So um, I know we all see commercials for various medications when we're watching football games or TV, all of the things that kind of go through that are commercially facing and are more marketing have to be medically reviewed and they make sure to have people with medical backgrounds um, check for accuracy and, and, and be a part of that team. So um, the two experiences were very different, um, but again, very broad. So being able to see what it's like within an academic institution, doing outcomes research, and also um, what it's like working in industry. Yeah, I think it would be more interesting to know in terms of how your experience in general really correlate to what you're working right now. I think you can describe a little bit more about your current work position first, then maybe you can put in some insights in terms of like how your previous fellowship experience have led you to what you're working on right now. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I'd say, um, I guess I could share a little bit about my current position. So I'm a medical science liaison with Abby, and really my role is to be a scientific expert and resource to providers, um, whether that's physicians, nurse practitioners, PAs, um, or even, you know, you know, clinical fellows in a particular therapeutic area, um, be a, a scientific resource to them. So keeping them abreast of, you know, the most up-to-date clinical studies, the data that's released, and publications so that they can make the best decisions for their patients in terms of medication treatment options for their patients. A lot of my work is, um, you know, building relationships with providers, kind of sharing that science, communicating a lot, <laughs> talking a lot, reading a lot of papers, nerding out in, in that aspect. I also attend a lot of the clinical conferences that occur over the year. And if there are providers that maybe couldn't attend that conference, I can give synopses and highlights so that, again, they can kind of stay on top of the research and make sure that um, they have all the high points and things that they need to make the best decisions for their patients. And I'd say that the fellowship was um, really helpful in translating skills over to this current role because, you know, being at UCSF and, you know, just going through the clinical curriculum as a student and then also through fellowship, you're reading a lot of papers. You really understand what's important in terms of study design, um, advantages and limitations of particular studies, as well as the clinical aspect. 
there's also so much opportunity to do presentations and to communicate. So I think the fellowship opportunity was a great way to do um, a lot of practice with communication. Um, so now I find myself in a role where my day to day is quite a lot of communication of science and, and the papers and publications. So I'd say that it's a, a great opportunity to really, I guess, better understand how academia works, how industry works, and then also practice your communication skills, which eventually will be really useful in your career. All right, perfect. I guess um, one of the, our last questions here that, you know, as I introduced you, you are currently a part of Andy's in Pharmacy. What were your thoughts behind serving back the UCI community through, you know, our alumni chapter? Yeah, um, I was really excited to hear that UCI um, was uh, continuing to invest in their students and come up with it, as well as their alumni by, you know, founding and eaters in pharmacy. Being a part of this for me is really just an opportunity to give back um, and to share, you know, any advice, thoughts, anything helpful that I could do to give back to, to students or alumni with, within UCI um, was really the reason why I wanted to. I know, um, like we had talked about, I mentioned when I went to UCI and, and started, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I think having people like Dr. Jafari and having um, mentors and people to kind of look up to and hear their stories is really valuable. And um, if there's anything that I can do for other students or alumni, I really like to be a resource to them and, and help out in any way I can. So as we approach to the end of the episode, do you have any advice for UCS students who are looking for a career in the pharmaceutical industry, no matter what kind of degree they're going for, um, or they're going to pursue such as PharmD or PhD? Yeah, um, I definitely would encourage UCI students who are interested in a career in, in the pharmaceutical industry to um, talk to as many people as possible. Talk to them about, you know, their career paths, how they've gotten to their current role, what their current role looks like, and what it is that they do, and what their work-life balance looks like. I think, you know, all of those things are really important to consider as you think about a career, a, a future career, and, and the path that you want to take. Um, one other thing that um, may be helpful, too, I know um, there are uh, a few pharmaceutical companies in the area, um, they do often have internships as well. So, you know, if you're really interested in kind of getting a better feel for what it is that um, some of these roles do, getting an internship is a great way to get exposure and to have um, an even broader um, net of people to talk about and pick their brains and um, figure out how they got to their particular career path, because there's not really one specific career path for folks that work in the pharmaceutical industry. All right. Thank you for sharing your story and advice, Dr. Law. Once again, thank you for being our guest for this episode and good luck with your continuing work in your career as well as our work as alumni of UCI to serve the students. Again, our last episode of the quarter will come out around three weeks after this episode. So stay tuned to our announcements and see you all next time. Ryan, Zod out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the ZotRx Podcast. You can learn more about us as an organization by going to our website at sites.uci.edu pharmacy and follow us on our social media. You should also check out our coordinating partners, Anteaters and Pharmacy Alumni Chapter, OCPHA, and Pharmacy, IT, and Me through their individual media. See you next time.
Zara.